Hi guys. Um, so, um, I think it's very important to express your need for God. And I think a lot of the times we, we don't understand how humbling it is and how, um, it's actually a position of humility to bring yourself low before God and really express to him, you know, your need for him and your nothingness without him. Um, that's something that a prideful person can't admit. You know, that's something that um, if you are living a life where you're taking on everything on your own, you're you're living this life and, you know, you are your own God. I feel so bad. I feel bad for you. And I say that because it's hard. It's hard being your own God. It's hard taking on every single thing by yourself. I don't want to take on anything by myself. The good, the not so good things. Like I want to do everything with him. And I say that because I recognize my deep, 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 deep need and reliance upon him. And it's almost just like, I've asked myself this question today. I was like, who am I without God? Like, what am I without God? You know, and when we take away when I take away him from my life, you know, all of those great characteristics go. Yes. But also, um, I just can't see myself living without shelter, living without safety, living without refuge. And I'm not talking about a physical home. I'm talking about him being my shelter, him being my safety place, my safe place, my safe haven, him being, you know, my place of refuge. And I I just, I think today the most amazing thing, you know, was me just running to him and almost just like falling, you know, in his arms and just, you know, everything that I've been kind of experiencing experiencing this whole week, you know, emotionally, um, mentally, um, just all of the frustrations that I had pent up, I just kind of just let it all out and let it all loose. And I was just so vulnerable right there in his presence. And, um, I knew it was something that I needed to do. And I just, the only thing that I could say was you are my refuge. You are my safe place. Like you are my shelter, And I don't think we really understand how we can literally run to him and hide in him and we can literally, you know, take refuge in him. And I I finally understood what that meant today Um, when I ran to him and I just I just took refuge in him and I just knew that I was safe and I knew that I could just be vulnerable. And I I mean, I know I mean, I could be vulnerable every day of my life with him and I'm going to be. But um, this particular day was a day where I just was determined that I wasn't going to, you know, go into another year. You know, I know a lot of people put so much emphasis on new year, new me and all that stuff, but I just, I just was determined that I wasn't going, going into a new year with the level of frustration that I had. Um, and I, I said, no, I'm not, I can't, I can't do this without you. Like, this is not, it's not happening. Not that I had backslidden or anything like that, but it was just, I knew that I needed more of him. I knew that, you know, I need a um, close relationship with God. It's not enough to have, I mean, salvation is enough. I don't want you to, salvation is enough. Like I'm, I'm grateful for Jesus and I'm grateful for the gift of Jesus. You know, he is the greatest gift. Okay. However, 
um, it's not enough for me to just receive salvation and then live any kind of way. It's not enough for me to receive salvation and then, you know, live my whole life in my journey with God disconnected from him and out of tune with him and out of step with him. And then, you know, get to heaven. That's, that's not what I want. I want to live every day in step in tune with him. And I, I'm, I know that that's possible. And so it wasn't enough for me to, you know, just receive salvation and just say I'm saved and I'm a Christian. That's not enough for me. You know, I, I need intimacy. I need to walk closely with him. I'm not one that can be on the outskirts. I'm not one that can, you know, settle for just a little piece. I need I need as much as I can get. And you guys have heard me say this before. And it's become a reality to me because I realized that without that, I'm made to be close with him. And I'm not, and it's just not me. All of us are. All of us are made to be close with him. We're made to have intimacy with him. We're made. I think, I think you guys should really look at yourselves and say, I'm made for intimacy with God. I'm created to be intimate with him. And once you understand that, you will your whole vitality and strength will come from your intimate, intimate relationship with God. And then you'll realize what you are and who you are without that intimacy. A lot of us are trying to make it based off of just, you know, I'm saved and that's it, you know, and, and that's not, that's not where I, I, that's not where it stops for me. That's not where my relationship with God stops. I'm saved, but I want, I need closeness. I need fellowship. I need, you know what I'm saying? I need intimacy on a daily basis with him because that is where, that is what I need. That is what it takes for me to, um, really enjoy this journey. I'm very intimate. I love intimacy with him. And so, um, I found myself, I wouldn't say breaking away from my intimacy, but I felt myself not walking as closely with him as I, I as I wanted to. And um, I recognized that it was because I had some pent up frustration and that frustration and those things that were, you know, taking me out of my peace, so to speak. I had to just really put it all on the altar today. You know, I really had to just express that. If you don't do this with me, I can't do this. Like if you don't, if I, if I'm not, if you're not with me in this, I can't do this. And I know God is with me in this, but it's, it's just a way of me expressing my deep, deep need for him. Like I can't do this without you. Like I'm nothing without you. And I think it's healthy for us to know that there's nothing wrong with admitting that. There's nothing wrong with with admitting that when you've had personal encounters with God and you have a, a bond with him, you understand how ne necessary, how significant that bond with him is. And you're not willing to be without it. And I just come to a place in my life where I'm not willing to be without it because I know who I am without that. I know who I am without him. The woman without him is a mess. Okay. So I, I, I know that it's just like, I, I need him. Me without him, it's just not good. It's not a life that I want to live, me without him. And I know it sounds, you probably listen to this, it's like, oh, this sounds like a love story. And it is. This is my personal love story with God. And he wants to write his personal love story with you as well.
He loves us so much that he sent his only son. You think he sent his only son so that you can, you know, have a, a form of godliness? You think he sent his only son so that you can deny the power that will make you really holy? Some of people just are okay with having a form of godliness and no holiness. Do you think he sent his only son so that you can hear people tell you that God, God loves you without fully experiencing that for yourself? Do you think he sent his only son to, so that I can get on here and tell you my experiences with God and you never have your own? He sent his only son because he loved us and he it didn't stop there. The cross is a representation of the fullness of God's love for us, yes, but he wants to keep revealing, revealing his love to us through what Jesus did on that cross on a daily basis, in a more intimate way, in a more profound way. It's time for you to know that God loves you. It's time. You cannot, you can no longer accept that secondhandedly. You can no longer receive that based off of what someone has said to you religiously. It's, you need a revelation of that. And my last few podcasts have been about that because it's very significant and it's very important. Because that's where your intimacy starts. It starts there. It starts at him loving you first. That's where it all starts. You allowing him to love you. And that is that is so hard for some people to do because of all of the trauma and the pain that they've gone through and all of the people that were supposed to love them that have let them down, disappointed them, hurt them, abused them, used them up. So sometimes the hardest thing for us to do is let God let God love us. It sounds like the easiest thing to do coming out of my mouth, but the hardest thing to do sometimes for some people is to let God love them. Let God show them who they are in him. Let God show you what he, what you mean to him. Let him show you what you mean to him. Let him take what he did by sending his only son to die on that cross for you and, and, and personalize it. And personalize his love for you. I want you guys to I want you guys to walk close with him. I want you guys to know him. I want you guys to fall in love with him. I want you guys to find refuge and, and shelter in him. I want you to know what it's like to say, God, I cannot do this life without you. I don't want to do this without you. It's not even that I can't. I don't want to. So now my will is involved. I'm making a conscious choice. That I am not doing this without God. I'm not doing life without him. He's the greatest person you could, you could find to do life with. And a lot of people bypass him looking for a person, looking for everything that he has in a person. And I just today, I said, you have everything I need. You You have everything I need. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. A person can't give you peace. A person can't heal you. A person can't be your peace. A person can't give you joy. A person can't, a person cannot be these things to you. They can't. People can only 
be an extension of who, you know, an extension. They only come to add to what God has already given you. So what happens is if you don't let God fill those empty places in you or you don't let God be that to you already, that person that's coming along has nothing to add to. So therefore you take what they have have to offer and you make them your God. It's time to let God be God and let God fill those places and heal those places because a person can't give you the peace that you need because a person can't. And then anybody that he sends, they'll just be in addition and in their proper place. That's very important. I know and I know we have for so long believed that a healthy relationship means you worship someone and that's 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 unhealthy. That's idolatry. You don't want to be with someone that wants to be worshipped. You don't want to be with someone that wants to be sitting, you know what I'm saying, that wants to be your God or wants you to be their God. It's a dangerous game you're playing when you're with someone and you want them to worship you. You want them to idolize you. You want you want them to put you before God. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And then you wonder why you end up disappointed. You wonder why you end up hurt. You wonder why you end up let down. That's because this person was never supposed to be in the role and in the position that only God himself can have and feel. And so the word says, if we put our trust in him, we will never be put to shame. And I'm actually learning that scripture as well. I'm living it. My reliance and dependability on him. He will not make a fool out of you. You put in your trust in people that are requiring you to worship them and they're making a fool out of you. God is the one that you can fall in love with, be in love with, be vulnerable with, be yourself with, and he won't make a fool out of you. You won't regret. You won't regret choosing him. You won't regret letting him love you. I know this is just this message is kind of, you know, everywhere, but I just wanted to leave you guys with that. You know, um, it's it's a humble, it's humbling and it's OK to be humble and, and be low. Be, take yourself low before God and express to him your deep, deep need for him. Amen.